Welcome to Affirming Our Lane, a podcast by the American Foundation for Firearm Injury Reduction in Medicine. Affirm is the nation's leading nonpartisan network of more than 40,000 healthcare professionals who are committed to reducing firearm injury through research, evidence-based practice, and community partnerships. How did you become involved in the issue of gun violence? It would be pretty difficult to train as a physician in our country and not have been touched by firearm-related injury in, in some way. Um, we all see patients in the emergency departments who've been harmed, and we meet patients who are at risk for suicide. As a critical care physician, specifically myself, I've unfortunately met many patients and families who've endured very long stays in our intensive care unit following firearm injury. Uh, and those are the people who have survived and have not died in the emergency department or in the operating room after having been injured. So it would be pretty difficult in my field not to have become involved in firearm-related injury with our patients. How did you get involved with a firm in particular? With a firm, well, like anyone in, in our country, I hope, the, the editors of the Annals of Internal Medicine thought that we wanted to do something. Um, and we know it's difficult to gain uh, appropriate funding and to study firearm-related injury and for lack of support. So we thought that we could help in that area by making it clear to the community of investigators in firearm-related injuries that the editors of Annals view this as an essential public health crisis and that we welcome high-quality research and aim to help those investigators highlight it in our journal. And we've been very fortunate to work with um, several such outstanding investigators like Megan um, and Emmy, um, who over the course of working over several papers, we've gotten to know each other and, and have told, told me about the work that they were doing at a firm. And it just seemed natural to want to get more involved. What do you think a firm can do to change the climate surrounding gun violence in this country? Um, well, first off, we can help to raise the needed funds to help uh, perform important investigations to answer key questions. In addition, once those funds are in place, we can bring together experts who know the limitations of what we currently know, the limitations of currently available databases and, and what study designs can or cannot do to help best direct the funds to those projects that will help discover the most important information to try to reduce firearm-related injury. And then additionally, by focusing on the science and health, we can help educate both healthcare workers and the public at large to understand that there really is something that we can do to help address this problem. Why do you think that research is the answer? Well, we have an awesome public health infrastructure in this country and research with unfettered access to the results and the ability and commitment to use the facts that we learn with studies to solve problems is absolutely key to that whole scientific endeavor. The problem, when we identify problems, our public health infrastructure is terrific at jumping on it gathering data to answer important questions, using the data that we learn from, 
and design interventions, test those interventions. Um, and you know what, Mira, can I start that question again? I, oh, of I, course. I sort of got off on a tangent that I didn't think I wanted to. No problem. So, um, in fact, it would help me if you asked me the question again. Oh, of course. Why do you think that research is the answer? Research is the answer to helping to reduce firearm-related injury because that's how our public health infrastructure does the awesome work that it has done in so many areas. Key to that infrastructure is the ability to have unfettered access to data, study those data, and a commitment to use the facts that we learn from those data to help solve problems and, and, and test solutions. So for ex what we do in general is when the public health infrastructure identifies a threat to our patients' safety, we gather data, we ask questions. From those questions, the answers come that help us to design interventions. We test those interventions. We discover the ones that work. We implement them. We learn how to implement them. And we have an ongoing system to monitor how well we're doing at implementing them. That's how our public health services have solved so many problems over the years. Um, these include automobile injuries, infectious diseases, and there's no reason we shouldn't be taking the same approach to firearm-related injury. It's a public health problem. Our patients are being hurt, and so we should study it in the same way. That's why research is at the heart of it. Can you give me an example of a research question that would be helpful for a doctor to find an answer to? Well, we first need basic data. It's terrible, uh, the state that we're in with regard to the lack of information that we have, um, sort of piecemeal information. And, and uh, let me try again, okay? Uh, no worries. Um, all right, examples of research questions. So the, the, first, the first questions that we have to answer are very basic. Who, who gets injured? How they get injured? What are their risk factors for getting injured? Those require basic data collection systems that we've established for so many other diseases, so many other public health problems. They're at the heart of allowing investigators to design in interventions to help reduce a problem. Once we identify solutions and test them, we then need to be able to learn how to teach those interventions to the right people. So for example, we believe, but have very few data regarding the benefits of talking about firearm-related uh, safety practices in the home. Um, we need to learn how to best identify the right patients in the office to talk about such issues, the ones in whom it's going to be most important and effective, and then how to best go about doing it. Those are very simple questions and one of many, but they all start with studying the problem and being able to use those data to, to design interventions. Do you have any personal stories you'd be able to share about why this topic really matters? There are so many patients who have been injured. One in particular comes to mind. I met a young man who had tragically been harmed by a firearm that his younger brother got access to and accidentally um, used within their home. And this young man spent weeks in one of our intensive care units. 
not only was his life clearly changed forever, he'd lost a limb, he was going to end up with lifelong intestinal problems because of resections that needed to occur. But what really struck me was his mom, who was tireless, yet absolutely at her wits end at her young son's bedside for weeks on end. Not only was she worried about what the future would hold for this young man who was in our intensive care unit, but what was going to happen to her other son who now needed to live with the knowledge of what accidentally he had done to his brother, uh, how that was going to affect the rest of that young man's life. So the ripple effects are just enormous. There was not only the patient that was in the bed in our intensive care unit, there was his mother, there was all of the other loving members of that family that were there to try to support her and the rest of the family. There was her other young boy at home who was going to need to somehow piece his life together. All of these things are so hard to measure, but their effects are so palpable um, and too easily forgotten. And, and we have to keep our eye on, on that issue, that these are real people and real lives that are, being, that are being taken. And then when people don't die, there are still ripple effects that go on for life, for entire lifetimes. What makes you optimistic about how we can change gun violence in America when it's easy to think that the problem is way too far gone? I'm optimistic because the vast majority of people recognize that we really do have to do something and that we can do something um, and that addressing the problem is, is appropriate. There are two studies that, that we published in Annals that really encourage me on that front. One was by uh, Renee Butkus and Arlene Weissman, who surveyed internal medicine physicians nationally. And the vast majority, more than 85% of those physicians felt that firearm-related injury was indeed a public health crisis and that physicians should have a role to play in, in addressing this issue, roles like talking to patients about safety. The other study is by Emmy Betts and, and her colleagues. They surveyed U.S. adults in a, in a nationally representative study and found that the majority, more than 60% of these adults, felt that at least sometimes it was appropriate for healthcare providers to talk to patients about firearm-related safety. So people recognize that this isn't a taboo subject and that we must do something about it and that it's not wrong to address it as a health issue. And most importantly, I'm optimistic because of the, the enthusiasm, the commitment of young people in this country now, unfortunately brought about by some horrific tragedies. But nonetheless, we've got a new generation that recognizes this is our problem and that we really can do something about it and that we must. That, to me, is most encouraging. All right. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's been a pleasure. Thank you, Mira.